Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, the Fluff Brendan and the Star Catherine, the Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at the Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... Hi, people. Hi, people. What we talk about today. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Wrestling. You can't spell Wednesday without AEW. Very true. Need me to keep going? Uh, no. Okay. So, we're going to skip news and bullshit wrestling stuff to talk about because we got a lot of wrestling to cover. Because it was two hours of dynamite, one hour of rampage, two hours of collision, one hour of battle of the belts. Yeah. Which, I mean, battle of the belts, we could just skim over. Nothing really important happened. Yeah. Anywho. But, yeah, nothing. So, no random bullshit today. Just hopping right into it. That's what she said. So, let's get into Dynamite first. I thought it was good. And yet again, they were back in Canada. For the final time. Well, no, they were in Calgary on Saturday. Well, I'm talking about last week was the final week of the Canada tour. Oh, so you know what that means? We get to see Jeff Hardy back. Yay! Because everybody wants to see this. Well, nobody can see you on camera. I don't even know why we do video. People can see me. They just don't pay attention. I mean, everybody loves the fluff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, what city were they in? The Saskatchewan. The Saskatchewan. In Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. I could tell Can you what Providence off? they were in. What Providence were they in? Saskatchewan. Uh... I don't know if that's right. Neither do I. Just Saskatoon makes sense that it would be in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. 
I know Calgary and Edmonton's in Alberta. I know Winnipeg's in Manitoba. Vancouver's in British Columbia. Montreal's in Quebec. Where's Toronto? Ontario. Anyway, can we go on? Sure. So we start off with Jericho and Commander. We have a high flyer versus an old man. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Jericho's going to have to adjust his style to keep up with Commander. Maybe. Oh, fuck. Horse face is the rep. And that's not going to be the only time you hear this throughout this podcast. Because <laughs> every time this horse face cut rests, I wrote something down. Starts off with Jericho chopping at Commander. Commander sends Jericho out of the ring. Commander got his high-flying moves in. Match was good for what it was. Jericho gets the win. Don Callis comes out. Crowd boos Don Callis. Don Callis does some reminiscing between him and Jericho. Um, they did. Callis put together a video package, and Don Callis had hair in 1995. Uh, that is fake. You did not have hair. Whereas Chris Jericho said, you had hair in 95. I still have mine. I don't know how your sheep died of cardiac arrest. Mm, yeah, figured it was natural causes. Your thoughts on the match? I thought the match was good. I enjoyed it. Um, We all knew Jericho was winning because they aren't going to let Commander win anything. But yeah, I thought it was a decent match. Then we have a Jack Perry promo, and he refuses to get out of the car as uh, Alvarez is asking him questions. Then he gets attacked by Hook from the other side of the car. Um, As he proceeds to say that this is an unsafe workplace, Perry escapes, and you can hear him say that he forgot the child lock was on. So he had to literally stick his hand out the window and unlock the door from the outside. Then Hook looks at the camera and says, keep running, Perry. Um, what's gonna kill him? How are you feeling about the feud in general? I'm liking it. I enjoy it. Then we get a Don Callis promo. You can never have enough Don Callis on your Wednesday night. Yeah, you can. And he tells Renee that he's going to go out to the ring alone to announce the fifth member for Blood and Guts. Says he isn't afraid of a gutless Kenny Omega. And says Kenny Omega will be hiding behind the skirts of the Young Bucks. Uh, we'll see. I think he'll come out alone. Then we my, have an in- Go ahead. My background has nothing to do with the person he chose. Then we have an MJF Cole segment. They're at a bar. Cole says that he lost his baby shirt. 
we have some ladies walk by. MJF goes, I'm no mathematician. But that means two for me and two for you. And then Cole proceeds to say, no, no, no. Because, you know, Cole's got a girlfriend. MGF replies, four more for daddy. <laughs> I love that line. Then Cole confesses that he never lost his shirt and that he would wear it if Max agrees to do what Cole wanted to do, which is play video games. Um, Are we going to get a preview of what's ahead? Question mark. Adam Cole and MJF as tag team champions. I'm digging these two together, so I hope they don't break them up anytime soon. I'm enjoying it more than what I thought I was. Yes, even like the cheeky entertainment bullshit stuff. <laughs> it's entertaining. Which we'll get to in their match. Next, we have Orange Cassidy teaming up with Darby versus Garcia. And Guevara, uh, Sammy Guevara wasn't wearing JAS gear. Hmm. We have Orange Cassidy and Guevara starting off, each mocking each other. OC with a series of moves on Sammy. Garcia attacks OC from behind. We have Darby and Sammy in now. Garcia with a cheap shot to Darby. Garcia knocks Darby off the rope, and Darby lands awkward on his back on the top rope. That did not look like it felt good. Yeah, but it's Darby Allen. You think he gives a fuck? No, but I'm just saying, it didn't look like it felt good. What are you doing, buddy? Match was good. Garcia and Guevara get the win. I was shocked at that. However, I do feel they're setting up a Sammy Guevara-Daniel Garcia feud. Because Maybe. at the end of this match, Sammy goes and shakes Darby's hand. Have Sammy cost Daniel Garcia? the match tonight. What do you hear thoughts on all that? I thought the match was fine. Um, Wasn't expecting Orange Cassidy and Darby to lose. I would neither as much as Tony Khan likes Orange Cassidy. But yeah. I enjoyed it. Next, we get an Adam Cole promo, and he's on the phone with Britt Baker trying to uh, get out of the mess Max got him into, per se. <laughs> Roderick Strong walks up and asks, you aren't starting to like this guy. Then Cole reminds him and says, he's not as bad as people think, and says that they did not like each other at first. Are we really going to get a uh, Roderick Strong and Adam Cole feud? No. Because Max is going to do the turn soon. Sadly. But I would have them win the tag titles off FTR, hold it to like full gear, and have Max turn on Adam Cole there. That's just me though. that. Next, we have MJF and Adam Cole versus Big Bill and Brian Cage. Match Big Bill! Match was good after all the entertainment bullshit. Cagey Bill should kill Max and Cole. 
Max has been wrestling a lot lately. Good. Max asks fans if they want to see him body slam Big Bill. Crowd is chanting MJF. If the crowd is chanting MJF, you are not a true heel. Sorry, Maxwell. Uh, then we have Cole and Cage doing push-ups. Finally, we actually get to wrestling. Thought I was going to have a fucking heart attack. MJF's getting a beat down. Cage and Bill isolate Max. They get booed. Bill rips off Max's shirt. Now Max is pissed. Finally gets the body slam on Bill. Max tries for a tag, but Brian Cage stops him. Cole finally gets the tag, comes in hot against Cage. Max wants a double clothesline. Big Bill gives them a double clothesline. Cole and Max get the win. Then Max gets the microphone. Same shit from last week. Um, I wrote in my notes, Max needs to figure out if he wants to be a true heel or a baby face. Uh, this in-between stuff is not working. I I think about it like is Orton or like with Max you either hate him or you love him. If that makes sense. I kind of see where you're going because I'm in that boat with Randy Orton. Heel Randy Orton, I love. Babyface Randy Orton, eh, but I still love it because it's Randy Orton. Just because mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Randy Orton. Here, they're kind of putting him in the middle. Like, sometimes he's a heel, sometimes he's a babyface. He needs well, to either be a true fucking heel. No, not necessarily. And get, and get booed or be a babyface and get cheered. No, not everybody has to be one or the other. Then, after that, Max asks if there are any devil worshippers in the crowd, and the crowd starts chanting Satan. (laughs) Only in Canada. I thought Canada was supposed to be nice. Yeah, but I don't think they're very religious, though. Good. Like, they not like move to Canada. Re- religious, like in American terms. I'll go work for CHL team. Could it be C? I love I'll that. go work for Winnipeg. I'll go work for the Winnipeg Could Jets. Please. Could it be C? Or I'll go work in the CFL. And we see Roderick Strong watching in the back. Anything else you want to say on the match? Uh, once the match picked up, it was entertaining. Once they got to the wrestling part, it was say good. What, say what you want about MJF and him not wrestling all the time, but when he wrestles, he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um. Next, we get a Hager and Jericho promo. Hager asks if Jericho is considering joining the Don Callis family. Jericho says, I don't know. Hager takes off the hat, says that they have history too, proceeds to remind Jericho of that, and then he hands Jericho the hat. Boo! Boo! This was a sad moment. One of the top ten saddest moments in wrestling. The saddest moment in wrestling. 
you know, the saddest moment in wrestling was watching Owen Hart fall from the sky and die. The saddest moment in AEW. Well, at least AEW don't have that on their conscience. They haven't let one of their wrestlers die in the ring. Yeah. Next, we have Ruby Soho versus Sky Blue in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. Was a good match. Soho with a slap, then a headlock on Blue. Storm causes a distraction to for the ref. Soho begins choking Sky. Then Sky kicks Soho in the face. My only issue here is Sky should have sold that choke a little better. Then she turns around and kicks Tony. Kicks Tony Storm. Then we have both of the women on the apron. So Soho lands face first on the apron, and at that point, I thought she done broke her nose again. Mm-hmm. Storm and Soraya get kicked out after Storm sends Sky into the stairs. Soho focusing on Sky Blue's knee. Soho gets the win. Oh, it's a good match. Sky Blue's improving every week. Soho looks good. Um, what else is there? Sky Blues has made the rounds on Twitter. Not for her wrestling skill, but uh, for her booty. Uh huh. Well, they don't call it Sky Booty for nothing. I mean, she's a beautiful girl, but she's also a good wrestler. See, a lot of men like people because they look hot. I mean, okay, that's fine. But also, I like, but like, if you're a good wrestler and you're beautiful, you're the perfect woman. Let me marry you. But featured, featured in the sky, though. Um, I remember Daryl on his podcast telling the story about he was at some wrestling con or something and he seen our meet and greet and seen Sky there and like nobody was in her lawn and he went up and asked her he's like well why ain't there people here and she's like if they come to see me they only come to see my body not my wrestling I mean, it's bad that she she has to use her sex appeal to get over. She can't get over all her wrestling skills, which are really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see nobody talking about Ruby Soho, but Ruby Soho is good in the ring. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't fit what men think the women should be appeal. like. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next, we have Swerve Strickland versus the debut of one Nick Wayne. Match was excellent. Wayne showed some nerves in the ring, but it is a debut, and the kid is 18. Mm-hmm. Darby comes out televised match. Mm-hmm. Darby comes out with Nick, then goes back to the back. Oh, shit. Horse face fuck is the ref. Taz makes mention of Swerve and Nick Wayne's history on the indies. For 18, Wayne looked good in the ring. Swerve got Nick over in this match. Nick with some offense on Swerve to a two count. Does a springboard cutter called Wayne's World. Wayne's World. I did in my notes. Wayne's World. Excellent. Great movie. 
I put in my notes though the Oz cut a little better. Yeah. No bias toward Will Osprey, none at all. The Oz color is crazy. I mean, I didn't have a United Empire logo behind me last week. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, excellent. That needs to now be I want to watch song. Wayne's World with that Wayne needs... and Garth. And this would be a theme song. <laughs> when they used to go, that was great. That was back when Saturday Night Live was actually freaking funny. There's some good stuff on Saturday Night Live now. Saturday Night Live from the 70s up until um, late ni- late 90s, excellent. I like the um news thing that Colin Jost and uh, the other dude does. I forgot his name, but that's pretty funny. They write each other's jokes, and sometimes they get uh funny. I'll show you a video later. All right. We're going to get back to what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Swerve is in control. Darby comes out and standing at the top of the ramp cheering on Wayne. Swerve gets the win. Two things about this match I like. They gave them time. They told the story in the ring. And Nick Wayne got over with the loss. Wayne got over with a loss. Because I don't really see any promoter giving him a win on his debut at 18 years old. No. I mean, maybe if this was like a match on Ring of Honor, but it wasn't. And I mean, Swerve should be gone after a title. He should already have a title. Don't get me started. Yeah. The TNT title. No, that's not the title he should have. He should have the Internet, uh, what is it? The international title off of that little fuck face Orange Cassidy. Just don't let Christian Cage and Nick Wayne feud yet. Don't Nick Wayne need a father? Uh, don't let Christian anywhere near Nick Wayne. Christian's got a thing for, for people that don't have fathers. He wants to be a father figure so bad. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but the bad part is he's the shitty father. Except for Luchasaurus. He hasn't turned on Luchasaurus yet. No, because Luchasaurus is going to turn on him. That's what I'm thinking. Alright, your thoughts on any of that? Um, the match was good. I want to see him run it back again. I won't be opposed to another match. And yeah. Go Nick Wayne. Wayne's world. Wayne's world. Every time he's on, I'm just I wonder if Tony Khan would buy the rights to the Wayne's world song. I don't know. That would be awesome for him to come out to. Well, who owns it? NBC? I would assume NBC owns it. Next, we get the uh, Blood and Guts announcements. Callus is true to his word. He comes out alone. Says that he... Mm-hmm. He's excited. I couldn't read my notes because I was scribbling and looking at TV at the same time. Says he's excited about who it is. Then he begins to talk about Omega. Omega comes out. Mm. I hear the battle cry. He's focused on Callus. He's doing the I see you. Um, Mox and Takeshita jump Omega at the end of the ramp. Then someone behind Omega is with a chair. 
And at first, nobody really realizes who it is. And holy fuck, nobody on their bingo card had Cat coming back. None of the dirt sheets leaked that he was there. Anything. AEW is great. If they don't want you to fucking know something, you're not going to know it. Mm-hmm. Excalibur asks, is he going to be the fifth man? Pac throws Omega in the ring where Omega proceeds to get a beat down. The BCC puts a chair around Omega's neck. Omega says, look at the screen, that they still have a fifth man. We get a video package. He's um, come. Um, it says he's coming. Now, Omega's going to come all over me. Just like um, It is Koto Abushi. Hangman and the Young Bucks come out. And they give a super kick to Mox and Takeshita. And the BCC roll out of the ring like Autobots. Today's a good day for a graphic. Pack makes sense being the fifth member since it was Kenny Omega that broke his nose. And him and Kenny have had history in the past. A lot. The best of seven series, their one-on-ones. The only other person that would make storyline sense would have been somebody from Dark Order. Mm-hmm. And probably it should have been Evil Uno. Mm-hmm. With his... Uh, with their issues with Hangman. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's gonna be Jericho, and I'm like, how? The only reason you would have put Jericho in there is because Jericho has been in every blood and guts up until tonight. Well, I said three people. I said Uno, Jericho. I knew it wouldn't have happened, but I just threw Chris Hero out there. And see, a lot of people thought that based on the comment that Tony Khan made about he's trying to edge away at him to get him in the ring. But, yeah. And that was how Dynamite went off the air. It's a good show. I enjoyed it. So now we get the Golden Elite. Hee 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 hee. Golden Elite. Toto Ibushi. Toto... Wait, my bad. See my hand? Toto Ibushi. Moving on to Rampage. Rampage starts off with Dustin Rose and Keith Lee versus Angelo Parker and Daddy Magic. Lee uh-huh. with a slap and Angelo <laughs> goes down. Lee slams Rhodes onto Angelo and Daddy Magic. Mom. Dustin looks good. Look at Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Dustin looks good in the ring for his age. Daddy Magic with a shoulder to Dustin in the midsection. Shivani mentions good teamwork by Parker and Daddy Magic. Jericho says, you used to call it something else a few months ago. Glad to see you joined the dark side. Welcome to the dark side. Daddy Magic with a two count on Dustin. And Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee get the win. I enjoyed this match. It was okay for what it was. That's all you got to say about it? Yeah, it it was okay for what it was. 
Next, we have Taya Valkyrie versus a local jobber. Taya with a spear right after the bell rings. Then she hits a curb stomp and gets the win. The outcasts come out. Storm confronts Taya. They set up a match for a battle of the belts. She only got the match because isn't she from Calgary? She's from Canada. I don't know what part. Might be Calgary. But, um, yeah. Can I tell you something I noticed about Tony Storm? What? Girl ain't got no tits. She is flat-chested as hell. Yeah, because it all goes to her ass. And her thighs. She got some thick-ass thighs. I bet she could squeeze the juice out of Juice Robinson. She could suffocate me with those. Bobby would volunteer to see how good those thighs were. <laughs> yeah, he would. Good for Bobby. Next, we have the best friends Trent Beretta versus Lance Archer, or as we like to call him, the murder bird, thanks to Danhausen. We love the murder bird. We love the murder bird. Bell rings, Archer beating up Beretta. Beretta. Jake, uh, thank you. No. Trent tries to fight back. Archer stops him. Archer with the win. Then Chuck comes in trying to check on Trent Beretta. Archer takes care of him. Then Archer says he wants Orange Cassidy at Battle of the Belts. And if he doesn't come out, both of these bitches are going to die. Yeah. When Murderbird says somebody's going to die, somebody's going to die. It's good to see Lance Archer back on my screen. However, nothing's going to become of it. Yeah. Next, we have Takeshita versus Boo. a jobber by the name of Mentello. I don't know. We're just going to call him Jobber. Apparently, he was Kenny Omega's childhood friend. Well, I was getting to that. Alice says Jobber is Omega's friend and first training partner. Then Takeshita goes after his opponent after Don Kellis asks him, does he know how to say kill in Japanese? Jobber gets some offense, then Takeshita rains, rains down right. Jobber almost got a three count. Takeshita was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. He has a nice vertical suplex from the second rope, and Takeshita gets the win. I would have liked to see this get more time because that dude wasn't too bad. He looked decent for the mm-hmm. short time he got. Yeah. You might see him again in Ring of Honor. Who knows? Then we get a Dark Order promo. Renee asks why they turned their backs on Hangman. John Silver says because he doesn't deserve it. Everyone leaves us. We made him world champion. Reynolds says last Friday was Dark Order's resurrection. I am confused that they're going to get anybody that like new to join. I don't think they should get anybody new. I like the three of them and have them feud with the elites once the feud with the BCC is over. I wouldn't mind if they got like somebody and like a manager type role? Like a Dan Halvin? 
No. I'm trying to think. Who would be a good manager for the Dark Order? Not Mark Sterling. He does it for no. everybody. There's like no like evil person. Bray Wyatt. No, but I I have to think about that. Then we have a Owen Hart Foundation tournament match versus we have Athena versus Willow. Willow wins, she gets a shot at Athena's Ring of Honor title. And if she wins, she will be in the final of the Owen Hart Foundation tournament against Ruby Soho. Match was great. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck, horse face, fuck, refing. Athena with a waist lock. Willow takes Athena down. Willow with a pounce, uh, Athena with a pounce on Willow, using Willow's move. Elbow strike by Willow. That elbow strike by Willow was so hard, you could hear it. I felt that from here. Athena then begins to focus on Willow's knee. We see Ruby Soho looking on and in, in back. Willow gets the win. I was really shocked by the outcome. Have the women ever main evented a Ring of Honor pay-per-view? Mm, that's a good question. If not... I don't think they have since Tony Khan took over. I know they main evented the second episode, which I wish Ring of Honor would go back to being like that instead of just a a slightly better AEW Dark. That's my problem. That's why we haven't been reviewing Ring of Honor, because, I mean, it's just matches. It's really no story stuff to it. That's everybody's complaint with Ring of Honor. And, like, yes, I do like good matches, but I do want some storyline. I don't need 40-minute promo segments. I just want, like, a story that goes from the week following the pay-per-view to, like, the next pay-per-view or something. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on this match? thought the match was good. Um, Athena's great. I'm one of her minions. Uh, Willow's great. Love Willow. Willow's adorable. She's so bubbly and fun. I want Willow to be at WrestleCade. I want to meet Willow. She's so happy. Oh, Willow's at WrestleCade. We are meeting Willow. Oh, yeah. I love Willow. Everybody loves Willow. Sorry, I'm trying to make my hair appointment to get my hair done before I go to AEW Collision on August 12th. Oh, you have time. Yeah, I'm getting my hair done the Friday before I go. Well, it's Wednesday. I, well, I haven't talked to my dad today yet, so I don't know. But I might buy the all-out tickets myself. But anywho. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What? Where are we fucking? It is Wednesday. What does that mean? That means I need your fucking dad to pay the phone bill or he needs to tell me to do it and he didn't tell me to do it. He doesn't get paid when that's Wednesday. Oh, okay. 
grandma's the one that got paid today. Oh, okay. I think. But, okay. Anywho. Oh, where was I? Oh, on to Collision. On to Collision. Love the way they open with the promos. Rampage was good, though. Yeah, Rampage was good. Um, We talked about that last week on Collision. Collision opens up with FTR versus JN Juice. Two out of three falls for the AEW Tag Team Champions. I'm just going to go ahead and say this was Tag Team Match of the Year. It's already wrapped up. Unless they somehow do a better match. I don't think there's a better match than this one. It's not the Bloodline Civil War. It's not Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus the Usos. This match on free TV. But, yeah. Hot take. Anywho. Guess I it's can time. Move on now. Yeah. Great match. We got Rickabani on commentary because Kevin Kelly is Japan is in Japan for the G one. We get Dax and Jay starting off. Jay rolls out of the ring to frustrate FTR. Ian mentions Jay told him that the gun club is banned from ringside and because he wants to do it on his own. We have Dax with a head a side headlock takeover. Jay with a hip toss into an arm drag. It was almost 20. Hold on. Pause. Okay, we back from a little break. Oh, where was I? Collision. I know. Oh, it was almost 20 minutes before we got the first pin, which was a pin by Jay on cash. Mm-hmm. Juice does a really good job at selling. Yeah. Match was intense, and the only complaint is the commercials that broke it up. Yeah. Juice does a, D- a DDT to Cash on the floor. Wants a count out. Cash makes it back in. Juice gets pinned by Cash after a big rig. Was smart for Jay and Dax to go over the barricade and seem like they were injured to get a break. Dax did a great job selling the knee injury. I actually thought this was going to end due to time expiring. The match actually went 58 minutes. Huh. Juice is pinned and FTR retains. Huh. A 58-minute match compared to a 40-minute promo. Which one sounds better? The Fedwalkers will tell you a 40-minute promo because they have to have storytelling and character development. Uh, this feud's had storytelling. It has made Jay and Juice one of the best tag teams in AEW. There's your character development. But Jay White should be a main eventer, and he's getting buried in AEW. Jay White's been in the main event for two of the four collision shows. I'm just telling you what Fedwalker say. And he has a win over CM Punk. Your thoughts on the match? Um, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. It was a great tag team match of the year. I don't know how 
anybody's going to top this match. I don't even think they could top this match. But I also thought about uh, the Briscoes and FTR first match, and I thought nobody was going to be able to top that. Then they went out and topped And then they topped their second match. So. I don't know. Hi, buddy. Next, we have Willow versus Ruby Soho in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Final. Um, When Willow comes out, we have Rickabody rapping to Willow's theme song. And then Nigel refers to him as Vanilla Ice, and then he goes more like Vanilla Arse, maybe. <laughs> vanilla Ice. Arse. I love when uh people from the UK say ass. Arse. Arse. Like, where do you get the R from? I don't know. I'm gonna kick your arse. Well, I mean, that's like the word cunt. The word cunt in England means friend. That's why me and my best friend call each other cunts. But in America, it's an offensive term and you're not supposed to say it. Fuck Just that. like the term fat cow. Fat cow isn't body shaming anybody. It is an English term. Yeah, I see it's in Australia and New Zealand. Which was colonized by Britain. So they're British. And Australia, no. is still kind of under the British monarchy. They're Australian and New Zealand. You're going to argue with the historian. Sure. <laughs> I did have somebody bitch about Riccoboni rapping. And I had to explain to them that it is a thing that Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman do on Ring of Honor because they don't watch Ring of Honor. So they didn't understand why Riccoboni was rapping to Willow's theme song. It's pretty good at it for a white guy. Yeah. Willow pushes Soho down and she does a shoulder tackle, gets two count. Willow with the three amigos on Soho. Soho didn't have much offense in this match. Soho with the spray can tries to make it look like Willow has it. And of course we have dumb cunt face horse face ref. Willow gets the win. Was not expecting Willow to win. Nah, I thought Ruby was going to win. But Ruby Soho is over three in tournaments. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's going to be the storyline for her. She can't win the big one. I mean, it's a good storyline to tell. I mean, kind of like the Buffalo Bills in the 90s. They went to three Super Bowls and couldn't win one of them. And then people started singing or saying that Bills stood for a boy I love losing Super Bowls. (laughs) (laughs) What's a Super Bowl? They lost three times to the Cowboys in a row. I'm a Lions fan. What's a Super Bowl? Football ends in December. Yeah, this is a thing you'll never see in your lifetime. I'm getting we're fucking winning it this year, baby. I mean, as a Steeler fan, we have seven. What's the Super Bowl? It's this great event. You get this cool trophy called the Lombardi. What's the Lombardi? It's a beautiful trophy. You need to Google it. It's what you got Google for. Wait, no, I know what a Super Bowl is because my Baltimore Ravens have won one. We beat Colin Kaepernick. 
your thoughts on the Ruby Soho Willow match? Uh, I enjoyed it. That was cool to see Willow win. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts about it. But um, you could kind of how they did the storyline with Eddie last year with Jericho about Eddie can't close the deal on the big one and whatnot. I feel like that's going to be the way they go with Ruby Soho. And maybe have her dethrone Chris Statlander. Anybody needs to dethrone that bitch. Or have... the one in the first place. Or have a... Or, let me finish... Or have Athena lose on Friday. And then she takes the TBS title. I could see that. I think Willow would fit better in Ring of Honor. Willow's on TV, so I don't care. To get more reps. I mean, you can still see she's a little green in some things. I mean, she's improved. I love Willow. I do, too. But I'm just saying... But yeah, I know. I do see it. Next, we have the Kings of the Black Throne versus some jobbers. Um, they finally called it the Black Mass. Rickabody had trouble with Andrade El Lidio's name. El Lidio. Called him everything in the book, but. Idello. Uh, they brought out Andre's mask, Andrade's mask with them. The jobbers put up a good fight, but Malachi and Brody win. Andrade comes out during the match and is stopped by Revs. And Malachi at the end of the match is begging Andrade to come get his mask. Where are we going? Where are we going? Well, I don't know now if Roosh left. Roosh didn't leave. Well, I don't know now if Roosh is planning on leaving. Because then that kind of takes out. Roosh is leaving. He signed a one-year deal last year in June. They're negotiating. Is that what your inside sources are saying? Maybe. But I I hope Roosh stays. I like Roosh. Next, we have Ricky Starks versus CM Punk. Match was decent. There were some boos for Punk when he come out. Then the crowd began to chant CM Punk, but you can still hear some boos. Crowd was split 50-50 between Punk and Starks. Thought that Punk and Starks matched up really good. Punk with a side headlock takeover. Starks with one of his own. We get a nice shoulder tackle by Starks. Neon Green usually looks bad, but on Ricky Starks, it looks really good. Nobody can tell you what Neon Green does look bad in Arsenal. No disagreement there because I'm not an Arsenal fan. Uh, Man United. Punk sends Starks out of the ring. Starks looks frustrated. Punk sits on the rope telling Starks to get back in the ring. Then Starks sends Punk out of the ring, does the same thing. Punk calls for the GTS, has Stark up, but he bites out. 
Starks gets the win with a roll-up pin, and he uses the rope for leverage. Will we get another match between the two? Maybe. And I am interested to see where this goes. Because it's Ricky turning heel. Have Ricky. I love heel Ricky. Have Ricky and Powerhouse Hobbs team up again. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Yep. Then Liger comes out to present Starks with the trophy. Starks rips it out of his hands and takes it off like he's seen a ghost. Then Punk goes over to ringside where David Benoit is sitting. Dude looks just like his dad. He does look a lot like Chris. Looks just like his dad. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know any better, you might actually think that Chris Benoit is not dead, and that was him. Nah. Close they look. If you know anything about wrestling, you know about Chris Benoit. And if you don't, where the fuck have you been? And uh, go look it up on Google. Would you like to see David Benoit in AEW? I think he deserves a chance. I mean, anytime I follow him on Instagram, he seems like a cool dude. And he seems nothing like what his father did. But, I mean, that's what grief and steroids and a whole bunch of head Your trauma will do to you. head will cause, yes. Yeah. Because didn't come out that they did find steroids in them. I think that, and I think that he did have what is the CTE? CTE. Yeah, that they find in a lot of football players. But yeah, people were complaining about AEW banning uh chair shots to the head. That's probably why they did it. It's why you don't see a lot of. Chair shots to the head in me. Except in GCW. Well, they have fucking light tubes to the head. And that was Collision. Uh-huh. Collision has been spot on. It has. Probably been the best show out of all their programming. It's been the best wrestling show. Out of what is on national television. And then Battle of the Belts. Yes, Battle of the Belts, which I think they need to get rid of because same shit every quarter. We have Orange Cassidy versus Murderbird Lance Archer. This should have be a should have been a squash match for Archer, but we know better. Archer beats the hell out of Orange Cassidy, but of course, same bullshit. OC retains. Match sucks. Title needs to get off OC. There you go. Yeah, the finish to this match was stupid. I will say that did not like the finish. 
Then the acclaim come out. Stop already. Their momentum is gone. Stop shoving them down my throat. Why were they on? It's Battle of the Belts, not Battle of the Rappers. Pack this shit up. You say their momentum's gone, but yet that arena pot for them. I'm just saying, you're seeing something completely different than what I am. Moving on, we have Taya versus Tony Storm. Match was good until it went out. Taya got a great reaction from the home crowd. I noticed something about Storm, which I mentioned earlier. She ain't got no tits. Bell rings. Storm goes right after Taya. Taya with a hard chop on Storm. Taya begins beating away at Tony Storm. Gets a two count. Storm with a boot to the face of Taya. Then we have technical issues, and we don't get to see the rest of the match, and we understand that Storm retains her title. Hey, all I'm saying is Tony Storm or Tony Khan was able to make a storm during a Tony Storm match that knocked it out. That's flicker of the year quality stuff right there. That is some goat shit. Bless you. Thank you. But yeah, that is high quality storytelling. Yep. Then Dr. Martha White comes out, presents Stark and Willow with the Owen Hart Foundation tournament belts. Then we have Luchasaurus versus Sean Spears. I could see Sean winning. I'm digging Spears' contacts. We see Scorpio Sky looking on in the back. Match was more competitive than what I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Spears starts off hot. Luchasaurus with a chop throws Spears out of the ring. Sorry, Spears, you are getting fucked and not in a good way because horse-faced cunt is refing. Spears fighting back, but Luchasaurus stops him. Spears begins to chase Christian Cage, gets his hands on his jacket as Christian comes out of the jacket, and now Cuntface wants to stop Spears. Cunt, you let them run around outside of the ring while you did nothing, and now you want to play ref. Bitch, please. Luchasaurus with a choke slam to Spears onto the timekeeper table. Luchasaurus then drags Spears towards the ring. The mic picks up a fan telling Christian that he loves him. <laughs> Luchasaurus gets the win. And yeah, Battle of the Belts was whatever. Battle of the Belt sucks because none of the belts switches hands during Battle of the Belts. This is the seventh one we had. And none of the belts have ever switched. This is fucking bullshit and a waste of an hour of my time. Yeah, but the TV company wants it and will probably be getting more with the writers and actors striking. They'll need shit to fill spots. Okay, well, we got Ring of Honor. You might have to put Ring of Honor on TV now, Warner Brothers. Might have to. But if you're going to do a battle of the belts, then it needs to be a battle of the belts, and some of your belts need to switch every now and then. You've had seven motherfucking battle of the belts, and not one time have your belt switched. Not a title changed on the first one. It had to. I don't think so. Might have to go back and look at that, but I don't think so. Anyway... That is your AEW review from last week. What we got going on tonight? Anyways, tonight we have only three matches. Well, one of them's going to take like an hour and a half. Uh, MJF and Adam Cole taking on Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. 
Uh, I don't know who's going to win that match, to be honest. I can see it going either way. Hopefully MJF and Adam Cole. We have Hook versus Hollywood Jack Perry. I'm not calling him Jungle Boy no more since he's a heel. Hook's going to kill him. Uh-huh. And if Jack Perry wins, it's going to cause because of fuckery. And our third. This is the third one, right? This is the third Blood and Guts. Fourth Blood and Guts. Third or fourth, I don't remember. Anyways, we have the Blood and Guts match with the Blackpool Combat Club with John Moxley, Claudio Castanoli, Wheeler Yuta's going to fucking die, Kanosuke Takeshita might get fucked up by Kodo Ibushi, and Pack taking on the Golden Elite of the Hung Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega, uh, and the wrestling god, Kodo Ibushi. I thought Kenny Omega was the wrestling god. He's second in command. Boo. He is wrestling Jesus. Boo. Go BCC. Go BCC. Fuck no. Fuck the BCC. Go Yuda. Go Takeshita. I hope both of them get thrown off the top of the cage. I want them to become a tag team so bad. <laughs> I know you do. But anywho. Oh, and for you motherfuckers that are going to go ahead and start bitching, it's called Blood and Guts. There's going to be blood. So don't get on Twitter and cry because there's blood in a fucking wrestling match. They tell you it's going to be blood. So if you don't like blood, don't watch it. It does say it in its name. Blood. Also, the posters. Blood and guts. The posters for this. Perfection. Or badass. Perfection. Badass. They need, like, I'm going to have to save some to my phone and print them out. Like, big print them out. I don't know if you're able to do that. Like print them out huge. But anywho, people. That's all we got for now. We'll see you next time. Brenda's leaving me. Anyways. Bye, people. Bye, peoples.